Are you raising money for single family, multifamily, self-storage, or mobile home parks? You need to be at the Raising Money Summit in Denver, put on by Adam Adams, October 3rd through 5th. Again, that's the Raising Money Summit, and you can find that at RaisingMoneySummit.com. There are going to be ad- or speakers such as Adam Adams, Michael Blanc, Tim Bratz, L.L.E. Perlman, Alina Trigob, Kent Clothier, Jeremy Roll, Jillian Sadati, Corey Peterson, Marine Miles, and more. If you want to get 20% off of your ticket price, you can go to RaisingMoneySummit.com and enter the code word or keyword Spotlight. Again, Spotlight will get you 20% off of your tickets on for the Raising Money Summit. Again, that's RaisingMoneySummit.com and Spotlight will get you a 20% off discount. Welcome to REI Spotlight with your host, David Schwan. And today's episode is with Billy Brown with Alternative yes. Capital Solutions. Billy, welcome to the show. Thanks, David, for having me. Uh, much appreciated. Enjoy getting to know you over the, the last uh, few months at our, our local meetup and uh, enjoy to get to know your, your story as well. Oh, thank you. Well, let's uh, let's give my uh, listeners a, a short little brief uh, introduction to you and, and what yeah. you do, and then uh, let's dig into some um, uh, apartment financing options and, yeah. and go from there. Well, my, my background originally was golf. I grew up playing professional golf and then um, uh, lost some sponsorships and money and then ended up, uh, long story short, into commercial or excuse me, residential lending with uh, church and mortgage fantastic group that ended up leaving there back in 2014. I was trying to find my way and started to do some real estate investing. So as my education needs were growing, I started learning myself on the financing and lending because that's kind of my specialty. And long story short, about two years ago, we started uh, started working here with Alternative Capital Solutions. They needed somebody with that brain power and that network to be able to go help clients with lending needs. Awesome. And my niche is real estate investors just because that's, that's who I am. Um, we just, and we get this a little later, but I just closed on the 82 unit apartment complex uh, two weeks ago. We we're looking at another one. Um, I'm syndicating a small little office complex in my wife's hometown. Um, we sold a couple of properties and I've got a triplex left and, you know, we do bridge lending here at ACS and we do um, all sorts of value add uh, lending as well from all the way up from the small stuff to the, the agency and CMBS life goes. Awesome, awesome. That sounds like you have the you you, you have most of the gamut covered there. So yep. uh, let's uh, let let's dig in a little bit before the show. We were talking yep. a little bit about you know yep. uh, B class apartments and, yep. and you know kind of some of the the options and kind of kind of uh, the options that are out there and what my uh, what my listeners should be you know kind of thinking or, or what yeah. you know what options that they have and maybe what directions that they can go uh, yeah. you know with their with their projects that they're looking at yeah so the the main thing that to know is lending is your partner lending is your friend not your enemy you can hide a lot behind the lender when it comes to your due diligence so that's the first thing to remember there the second thing to remember is finding the right lending and right lending partner can make or break your deal. Definitely. So you've got to be able to match the lending with the project. 
Definitely, definitely. So, and, and I want to pay. I want. I just want to point out one key because yeah. you, you've already dropped a pretty yeah. significant nugget right there, and I just yeah. want to emphasize it. Is he just said that lending is not your enemy? Lending is your partner. Yep. That is a huge key. It's especially if you're if you're relatively new or 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 young with experience yep. in this. Lending's not your enemy. If they're telling you no, that's probably that you need to look yes. at something a little bit deeper because lending has the biggest exposure out of anybody in this because yep. it's their capital that is financing everything. So yes. if they're most likely, if they're telling you no, they are saving you money because they're saving yes. their money. It's so, but it is mutually beneficial. But you just remember that look, the lender has the biggest stake in all of this because it's their capital. Yes. It's, you know, most of the time, they're the ones with big, big, big chunks of capital. So just remember, they're not your enemy, they are your friend. Uh, and and it's going to feel like an enemy as you go through it, but trust me, we're, we are your friends. And I mean, having gone through this on, you know, our side as well, trying to get the lending go through agency debt, you're like, oh my gosh, why are they asking all the same things? Some things are just absolutely silly, I'll agree, but you know, compliance and all that, you got to go through that. But for, as far as the risk capital, knowing if it's a deal or not, making sure this thing will cash flow for you or provide you and your, your investors the returns that you need, that is where it, uh, lending is, your, is definitely your friend. Awesome. Awesome. Well, let's, let's dig into some of the, uh, you know, some of the options that they have, uh, yeah. to, to own a property, say, uh, you know, say, say they're looking at, um, you, you know, a class B property and, you know, they're, they're wanting to find something with a value add, but you know, what, what are their options there? Yeah. So there's two types of value adds. There's one where you're going in and reconstructing it, like it's burned down or it's got some major, uh, capital proofs need to happen. Just the the current owners don't want to put in the money to go improve the property, get the rents up. That's one type of capital uh, value add. The other type of, of value add is just small stuff where they go in. And it's accounting and operations and, and management issues that you really can't get past. I mean, you can get past very, very easily without a whole lot of capital expenditures. Both of those, you want to be able to get the right loan. Um, the minimum to get agency debt is about 1.2 million to be able to get to make sense. Less than that, you're going to get into your bank lending and, or maybe some kind of balance sheet lender, which is going to be a little more expensive and a lot more sticky. Okay. So know that. So, you know, for your, your audience out there, the size matters. Size does matter on this thing. Uh, that's the loan amount. So they're typically going to loan up to 80% of the purchase price. And sometimes up to 100% of the rehab if needed. Okay. So if you're like, hey, I'm at a million dollars, but it needs $300,000. Okay, that could probably meet the threshold of the, of the agency debt folks. Um, they're looking, you'd be able to get right now two years interest only, one to two years interest only, and then 10-year terms. Um, fairly low. I mean, low fours right now is very, very common. I've seen high threes on interest rates, and those are 30-year amortizations. So uh, cheaper uh, than your cheaper than your house. Uh, so now you know why people are going to two departments is it's the, the cost of capital is a lot less. Definitely, way way yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it's definitely getting cheap out there for for yeah. for the moment for sure. Yeah. And also keep in mind those are non recourse loans, and um, 
you know, they're going to be fairly generous the first year or two with your debt service ratio. But in exchange for that, you have to have a lot of experience and a lot of reserves and a team in place. This is okay. not going out there, Lone Ranger. You <laughs> got to have a team in place to be able to go do stuff like this. So keep that in mind. And again, another reason why the, the lender is your friend is they're going to make sure that the property debt service is the way they, they think, even more conservative than you will. Definitely. Again, that's, you know, and, and use that to your advantage. I mean, if you're working on a, you know, get, get it into, you know, if you're, if you're serious on a property, get that information into your lender's hands as soon as possible to get you the, the, the longest, uh, the longest runway possible so that they can look at it. And so if they do pop up something, you, you have time to go, okay, I need to find this other piece of the puzzle, whether, you know, like you said, because it's a, it's such a yeah. sport that, you know, maybe you're just, you, you know, uh, I, I mean, you know, maybe, it, you know, I'll compare it to a baseball team. You know, maybe you got eight guys. Um, yep. <laughs> you need, you, you need number nine, you yeah. know, you know, and, and it's like, look, you let, let them look at it and go, Hey, uh, yeah, you, you don't have a third baseman. Uh, you, no, you, no. Might, you, you might want that to, uh, to, to be competitive. And again, you know, if you're going out there and you're going against nine guys, you better have that ninth guy. So, you know, they're just, again, they're your, you know, they're, they're a backup, you know, they're an extra, an extra level of making sure that your, your numbers and your due diligence is correct. Now, now the beautiful thing about, um, and being an investor, I mean, also a multifamily investor, going your analogy there, even the bat boy can be successful at this. Yes. Because if the bat boy finds a finds a, a deal, all he's got to do is assemble the team. And in some instances, that's kind of what I felt like when I when I found my apartment complex. Is like I I was a little bit of a bat boy, you know, I knew what I was doing. I found the team that could go go take this down, and we all won. And it's fantastic. Yep. That's that's a beautiful thing about this. Um, now you get into kind of another part of the, of the lending side of stuff is as you're evaluating deals, that's the, the CB class type thing where it's just a little light work there, but you get into some other things where like under a million dollars that yes. may, maybe need a little bit more significant rehab. I mean, you're looking at, you know, probably a bridge lender, you know, or a bank lender that's going to provide a, almost a construction loan for you where it's a construction draw for one or two years to go improve the property and there's going to be interest only and then a permanent loan on the, on the back end. Now those are on the permanent loan ends, maybe 20 year amortizations, but it doesn't mean you have to stay in the loan. You know, you can pay maybe a prepayment penalty for that, but if you get it, uh, the value add there where the, the debt service goes up, then yeah, you can flip that over into agency debt. So just because you get into one loan doesn't mean you don't get or you're stuck with it. So Definitely. another key point there for you guys. Yeah. Um, now, as far as um, those types of loans, um, I, I mean, it's as a construction loan, but you now on that, now once you get the construction phase of it, you said that that automatically, they're setting those up so that they automatically roll over into a permanent loan. So Correct. you don't have yeah. to get it all done and then and then worry yeah. about that loan. So you have a longer runway, even though yeah. you have all this, uh, all this value add on the front side. Because I know some Correct. people 
you know, they're kind of a little hesitant on the value add side right now, just because of where we're at in the market. Yeah. You, you know, but they're worried about that backside financing. That's, yeah. you, you know, they're, they're, they want to make sure that they have something that, you know, they don't get through the value add and then they're, they're, they're standing there looking for, you know, money to roll it into. So, you know, yeah. And that's where, you know, kind of toot our own horn here. That's what we can do as strategists and, and on the lending sides before, you know, we could put all that in place ahead of time and, and start that sequencing of the debt and, and that strategy uh, execution as well. So, you know, before you even start, like, hey, this is the targets you need to hit. How likely are you going to be able to do this? Yes. You know, is it based off just, hey, you're under market? We can see that right now. Or are you going off projections of, hey, you're going to need, to, you know, four five, 6% rent growth each year to hit this number? And we're seeing a lot of that now, and, and especially in Nashville, these guys coming to us that are trying to buy these class Bs that are needing, I want to call it a prayer, that, that <laughs> rent's going to keep on going up to be able to hit those value-add numbers. And you're like, that's great if your investors can handle that, but you know, as a lender, we can't bank on that. Yeah, 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 yeah. you, you, you got to understand that, you know, it's, um, well, it's, understand where we're at in history. I mean, right at the moment, um, and, and we don't know how far or how long this will keep going, yep. but we're also in a spot in history where this is a long upswing. Um, yep. And not saying that it can't, you know, we, we, we all could be, you know, I mean, some people yep. are saying 12 months, some people are saying two years. It could be eight years. It could be 10 years. I, I mean, we don't, we don't know the answer. Yep. But it's just understanding that look, you're you, you've you've rode up the mountain a long way, um, yep. you know. So you, you you have to be wise and vigilant, and you know, looking out, you know, uh, just understand that you know, just because the last five years it's it's grown at that sharp rate, doesn't mean that that it's going to stay at that same sharp rate for the next five years. Correct. It's not it's not a straight line. Yes. You know, slow down and go back up. Who knows what's going on? But if you're you know, I guess the, the bottom line is there, you've got to buy right. Yes, you know, definitely. You've got to buy your property right. And it's, that's how, how you buy determines the lending that you're going to get, which determines your you know, returns for yourself and as well as your investors. So just keep that, keep that in mind as, as you go forward. Yeah. Um, now, on the, uh, for, 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 you said you also do bridge loans. Um, what type of uh, get uh, just a little bit so my listeners know the yeah. the the difference you know and you can just use today's rates and everybody knows that hey that's the moment that we are recording this uh, you know by the time <laughs> this gets out to my listeners these numbers are not real they don't exist anymore because they were recorded yeah. now and they've changed yeah. uh, but just just kind of give them uh, you know a feel for what rates would be say from agency to yeah. bank, to bridge, to, yeah. uh, I don't know how much you deal with hard money, but even if you know, like hard, hard money yeah. numbers. Yeah, we, we are um, in the process of becoming a hard money lender. So hopefully by the time you guys uh, cut this and record it, we should be legal. It's called a Bidco. We'll be able to do commercial lending. And uh, that's the most expensive uh, money out there. It's also the fastest and less sticky. So those are, you're talking four points origination on the front end, anywhere from 12 to 15% interest rates, depending on what you're, what you're buying and how large your project is. Uh, the true bridge lending, again, these are going to be short in and outs, you know, four to six months or less. It is a temporary fix. 
Um, those are the bridge lenders can actually go a little bit longer, maybe like a year to two years. And those are going to be a little bit, um, you know, for those properties that don't debt service, they need some more work that a lender okay. doesn't feel comfortable with. They don't really care. They know you're going to raise the money and it's going to take a long ramp up. It's a, you know, it's an ugly, it's an ugly duckling. And you're going to make yes. it a pretty, pretty swan. Yes, definitely. Those again are going to be probably, you know, two to four points origination and anywhere from eight to 10% interest rates. But again, interest only less sticky, less, you know, but everyone wants to say, oh, but I saw this over here as far as interest rates, agency debts are in the fours or whatever. Yeah, but you're not going to get it because your project, you know, there's something with it that's not going to fit that agency debt mold. The, 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 there's a reason why the agency, A, why they're so stringent, and yeah. B, you know, it, it's, it's look, you, you know, there's less risk when you meet all of their check marks. Yeah. If you're gone for bridge, you 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 have a check mark that's not checked. Um, you know, so it's, yeah, really put it. Yeah. It, it, you know, it, it's like, look, the agency needs like, you know, this hundred list checklist and you're, yeah. you're missing five and yeah. they're going, well, until you fix those five, we can't talk. You yeah. know, you're, you're not a safe, you, you know, your opportunity for us to lend on is not, we don't view it as safe enough to warrant those low, low interest rates. It's like, look, we're, we're given those low interest rates because we feel that there's a very high chance that you're going to be successful on this. And when they say no, it's go back, you know, and that's why the bridge lender is there. The bridge lender is the one that lets you get in the deal. Yes, it's going to cost you a little bit more, but it's better to pay a little bit more than to not be in the deal at all because that's really, you know, when you boil it down, it's like, yeah, oh, that agency debt is beautiful over there. But it's not it, it you you it's not your neighborhood. You can't get there without the funds. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. The bridge line is temporary. It's a, it's a, again to go back to sequencing of what it is. And, and here's the thing: when you go and look at these projects, again, work with some like like us is we can tell you based on you know the P and Ls of the property and the condition of the property, like will this where it's going to fit in the lending world, and that allows you to negotiate. So if the you know broker or agent or whoever is presented to you said, "Hey, yeah, it's um, you know this is a you know whatever cash on cash return project," and they're you're looking at their portfolio and it's going, "Oh, you're looking at agency debt, but it's only a seventy-five percent occupied property that needs a lot of rehab." You're like, there's no way in the world that it's going to go agency debt right off the bat for a normal a normal deal. Yes, you'd go raise so much more capital to go take this down that your cash on returns for your investors makes no sense at all. So you can take that back to the, the broker and go, and there's no way I can get lending on this thing like this. I have to go do this, which is more costly. So we need to bring the price down and I need more concessions from you to go do it. Otherwise you don't get the sale and your seller doesn't you know, sell the property. Yes. Um, so it helps, it helps everyone out by again, going back to the lender as your friend, you can go hide behind them and help renegotiate your deal to get better terms based on the, the reality of the lending that's out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's look, I'm not being a cheapskate. It's gone, hey, I need to get money on this and you know, for my numbers to work out because, you know, like you said, you know, it's seventy-five percent occupied and it has, you know, a three hundred thousand dollars worth of work that needs to be yeah. done. You know, it, it's like, look, I, I need uh I need a little bit of relief so that I can make this work. And like you said, you know, uh I, it's back to yeah, the bank's your 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 friend, but 
hey, they don't, they're, they're, they're the bank. Uh, you, yeah. you, know, you can point at them and go, uh, you know, when you're negotiating and call them the bad guy, the bank, yeah. the, their, their feelings aren't hurt. <laughs> no, no, we, we're not. That's because, you know, I mean, your deal doesn't get done unless you're raising all cash, you know, without a lender. Yeah. And the lender, again, going back, it's like, you know, the shift in mindset, the lender is your friend. You can hide behind us because a lot of the due diligence items that, that we're asking for helps you out as well. Yes. You know, it's like, my lender needs this, my lender needs this, my lender needs this. Like, hey, and sometimes you forget stuff going, oh, yeah, I completely forgot about this, you know, report or whatever. Or you may not have an, you know, ordered environmental two on your property, but the lender wants it. Well, that could raise some definite um, issues if something pops up in environmental two. So that could save you, you and your, your investors a lot of money, a lot of frustration if you have, you know, some pops up like your, your face. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Um, is there any, as, as far as that's concerned, uh, anything else that you think uh, my listeners need to know that, 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 that we need to get out there for them? I mean, probably for another episode, we could talk about the team structure and who you need for your team because when you go into agency debt, and the non-recourse side is you've got to have uh, guarantors with a balance sheet that is at or exceeds the loan amounts you're going to be requesting. Awesome. And you need liquidity as well. Um, usually, you know, three to six months of liquidity. So you need to have that in your raise. A lot of these good, um, you know, Brad Sumrock, uh, Mark Kinney, these guys that are, that are the gurus of uh, multifamily will help coach you on that. And they're built in their spreadsheets how much reserves you need to have. What I say is you also need to have a little bit more than that just to be sure because there's always that oopsie. You know, even the contingencies, like it's not necessarily a 5% oopsie. It's like, hey, have 20% in there extra, you know, because you're going to you draw down your CapEx there. You still need money. Yeah, that, definitely. And, and that's, uh, you, you know, that's that's a good philosophy there, you know, for 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 all everybody is, uh, yeah, yeah, you Raise what you need and then, you know, figure another 20% just to be safe and, and add that in on top, uh, you know, because you're probably going to need it because even, you know, even people who have been doing this for 20 years, they yeah. still run into a, oh, wow, um, yeah. you, you know, that's something new because, uh, you, you know, all of us, I mean, you, you know, it doesn't matter how many units you have, how many units you've done. Yeah. It, you're going to run into something that everybody goes, wow, I've never ran into that before because you know what? You're buying a property you've never owned before that's yeah. never been built quite like that before. You know, you may, you know, there's a lot of stuff, you know, and there's a lot of stuff you're comfortable with, but everybody I mean, gets, gets you know, uh, surprises. It's like getting married. You have a pretty good idea that, you know, what you're getting into <laughs> If you date them long enough, but what we're doing here is when you're buying a property sort of in existence, you know, some of these things have been around since the fifties and sixties and seventies. That's 50 years of, of operations. You don't know everything about this thing. You are literally buying someone else's problems. Yeah. Yeah. It's And they're hiding stuff. They always hide stuff. So just, you've got to know that on the beginning, if you got to have that, that oopsie buddy there, you're like, Hey, you didn't know this is going to happen. You know, they, they you know, did something some year over there that you don't even know about. So you've got to go and assuming when you run your numbers that you've got to basically take everything up to code yeah, or, you know, bring up to, up to uh, market conditions. And then you hope that once you get in there that you don't have to, 
<laughs> yeah. Well, it, it's it's one of those things. It, it's just planning that yeah. you, you you know it, it's like look the you you know the only consistent thing is change. It, yep. Same same thing with this. It, it's like yep. look you know there's going to be something. Um, yep. And as long as you have that mindset and you've raised it in the front side, you know when it happens, you're like okay it it happened. Let's just move on. It's it's not a crisis. Where it's an inconvenience. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's an inconvenience, but you know, you're really you were on the lookout for it. You're watching yeah. for it. it. You're not, you know, it may surprise you, but you're not blindsided. And there's a difference exactly. between being surprised and being blindsided. I, I mean, you don't want to be that investor that has a cash call to your investor. Feel you know, three three months in, you're like, oh, whoops, I forgot, completely forgot this. And, and here's here's the guys on the streets. We get calls all the time as lenders, um, looking for deals to be rescued from bad operators where it was a hotel or multifamily or whatever. There's a, and I can name, you know, five right now that I've seen that are, you look at the deal and you go, and well, why, why did the syndicator set it up this way? Yeah. And they go, I don't know. And I said, why didn't I get, if you knew you needed rehab, why didn't you include that in a loan or go raise extra? I don't know. And there's certain things you just can't, you can't rescue it, you know, from the, the, the front end. As lenders, you want to include as much of the es- of the rehab as you can into the loan. Lenders want to see that, you know. So another mindset uh, shift change there is, oh, we're just going to raise the cash over here for the, um, you know, for the rehab. That's fine and dandy, but I'd also include it in the loan because you can always get the cash back. Yeah, as as well if you don't need it. Last thing you want to do is go think what your number is for your cash is this, and it's two x of that. And you don't have included a loan, and now everything was spiraled off of that, not having the right capital going through the project to to go raise the rents. We see that all the time with with the loans we're trying to rescue. Sometimes you just you just can't rescue them. You know, you have they have to go work it out out of their own, or go sell the property at loss. And that's very very frustrating for us as lenders, but also for the investors. You're like it all set up badly on the poor end. If you had the right lender on the front end, you could prevent a lot of this. Yeah. Uh, again, back to uh, I, I think the name of this uh, episode is going to be <laughs> "Lender is Your Friend" because exactly, yeah. certainly that 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 is certainly uh, you know that has certainly been the theme, and that is certainly the whole thing. I mean, that's 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 it. it it's 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 like look, you, you know, and once you you know once you get to know your lender, you know what you, you know. It's it's once I've dealt with Billy long enough, I know exactly all the questions that Billy's going to ask on the front side. I know all of his starting questions and you know, this is why you build a relationship with the lender because you find out what they need. And then before you even sit down with the lender, you gather everything that he wants. So that way, when you go in and you sit down with Billy, you go here, Billy, here's everything that I know that you're, you know, this is what you typically want and we'll go through it and understand, you you know, that way that this is just a tip for all my listeners is, is, you know, find out what your lender wants, what they need to make their decision, put yep. that in a package. And then you sit down with Billy with that whole package and you go, Hey, let's, let, 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 let's work on this. Let's see where we're at. And then, yeah. you know, and it's a team, team, teamwork on that. Yeah. And that's one of the, the beautiful things that, that I do that, I mean, I, I haven't seen their lenders do is, you know, with my weekly, my weekly newsletters, which what you're on is I educate, you know, from a lender's perspective as well as an investor's perspective of like, how do you go partner together with this? And one of the last ones I think a couple weeks ago was, was on that, you know, being prepared to go talk to a lender. What do you need? So, you know, on the front end, here is the list items you need. And, oh, yeah, here's how we like to see it. 
like the best thing in the world that we to do right now is go take advantage of these cloud services, whether it's Dropbox or Google Drive or Box or whatever, and go create little folders with all your personal financials, all your project, your bio, your team, and all that. And again, we have a list there. If your if your listeners want that, we go prepare uh, that, that. that. Definitely, we'll put a you know we'll yeah. we'll we'll put a link in the uh, in the show notes to 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 get yeah. them to that so that they can get that uh you know get that and, and start using it for sure. And it's it's really simple. Once you once you do that, let's say it's probably ninety eight percent of frustration because the the thing is lenders we can't do. And here's another nugget for you guys. 99% of the information is not 100%. We can't decision off 99%. We can only guide. Yes. And there's some things on the on the, the property that you're buying that, yeah, we understand we're waiting on that. On you, here's what we're looking for. You know, we know this. Okay, if you, this says it, if this does what it says it is, yeah, we're fine, but we've got to have go, those documents to go, go, um, go underwrite as well. And you're not, you do not pass go until you have 100%. But then again, there's where your lender is helpful because this is, it gives you another instead of you going, hey, I really need, I personally, I want that information. I need to have that information. It's no, you're going back and you're going, look, I can't move forward until my lender, uh, my, my lender needs this to help me move forward so I can give you my best offer. I can't give you my best offer until the lender has this information and it's information you probably should have anyway. But in other words, it, it lights a fire under your, the, the, the current owner or or management or who, wherever your paperwork's being, being bottlenecked at, this is, this gives you a a chance to help uncork it by going, look, uh, look, here's my checklist. This is what's on my checklist and this item's missing and I have to have it. And if and then, they're really wanting to sell, they'll get you the information. And that's the thing, you know, I just sent that one out, um, email now as far as pre-approval letters and help from the seller standpoint, as far as what, you know, you need to do to prepare your seller for information. Most of the the bigger commercial realtors will do that. But even then, they need to be reminded like, hey, we need 100% also to have, your, have yourself prepare all this for you. But on your offer letter, you know, it's LOI or contract or whatever. Your due diligence, you know, and this is my investor talking here. Yes. Your due diligence does not start until you get 100% of the documents. Not 90%, 100%. So that's when your due diligence goes, okay, now from that that trigger, that 100% of the deal uh, of information, now I've got 30 days uh, due diligence to go through the underwriting, go through all the prop, uh, all the financials and all that. Because you literally can't underwrite it with, with 99% or even 90%. You yeah. can't have all of it to be able to see the entire picture. So why handcuff yourself as a buyer for a deal? Go, oh yeah, the sellers, you know, the seller wants you to, you know, when are you going to close? Like, you haven't given me anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's 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 like, look, I can't answer that question because you haven't given me the knowledge yeah. that I, uh, I've asked you for this, and until you, yeah. this list is complete, I can't give you. you my answer, you know, it's like, I, I want to give you an answer, but I need the rest of the information. You know, it, it's like, I, I need to be able to see the picture before I can tell you what the picture is. <laughs> and, and again, going back to the letter is your friend is that list is on the front end. So yes. you already know it and you can bring it to them. If, you know, especially working with us on the front end, hey, I'm going to go be, a, you know, go buy us a, a, an apartment complex here. What information do I need to go gather? Here's the short list. So when you go into you know, LOI, like here's your list, and most of your, if you're working with a commercial agent, most of them kind of know what, what to go ask for, but you got to make sure that you put in that verbiage, like due diligence does not begin until I get 100% of documents needed, yeah. flat out. 
And if you're strong with a, that seller on the front end, they know you're serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, 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 it doesn't give you a whole, you know, it's like, look, just this is what I need. And, and you know, like you said, you know, that, that, that little sentence, you know, due diligence does not start until this is 100%, you know, that, that usually gets people's attention. And, yeah. you know, and then also, it also gives you the opportunity on the front side to cut what you request for due diligence, the amount of days that you're requesting for due diligence, you can you can cut that number and be a little bit tighter. You don't have to stretch it out as long because you know that, okay, if I have all this information, my due diligence, I can do this in X amount of days. And, yeah, and you can be tighter on your on, on what you're offering. And if somebody's wanting to sell and somebody if time is is of the essence you know, you get that to them and you let them know that, Hey, I'm serious. This is, you know, I, I, as long as I have this, I'm willing to bust my tail and do this at breakneck speed. But this is what, you know, for me to be able to do this, this is what I need. And as long as you do that, I'm willing to, 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 you know, bust my tail and and not out fast. Yeah. And the the links side of stuff, I mean, the underwriting has to take a little bit longer, but it can be under, when a underwriter has hundred percent everything and it's in organized fashion, they can knock it out in, you know, three to five days. Yeah. It's not, it's not hard. I mean, it is hard, but it's not, it's not as hard as versus like, Oh, well, you know, a third of it came in. So they, they put that in the file and then they go, okay, well, that's all I got. Now I'm going to work on another file. So yours gets to the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're, you're the, you're the bad students. I mean, that's you're the bad student, but it's the, it's the bad deal. Like, I don't want to mess with that. You'd rather underwriters, it's human in nature. They'd rather work with 100% information. Go, oh, this guy's great. They got to organize. It's so much easier to go do. I'll work extra on this one to get it through because it, everything's already here. Well, when you the easier you hit. Look, if you want somebody to bust their tail and knock something out, make it easy for them to work on. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's it's and 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 be consistent. You know, and and the more consistent that you can be on giving them giving them that same package and giving them everything a hundred percent of the time, guess what? You become, Oh, wow. I like this guy. And then it's like, well, okay, this, he didn't even ask me to move this up on the list, but I'm going to do it anyway, because it's, it's human nature. I'm going, I want to do the easy stuff first. You know, I want to do the stuff that, you know, at the end of the day, I want to say, I knocked this out. You know, I, 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 everybody loves checking stuff off the list and we, we all, like tackling the easy stuff because then we get to do some check marks and, 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 you know, it's, it's like, look, if, if, you know, that's, that's how we're wired. We, we want those check marks. So the easier you make it for somebody to do, to make their check mark, the faster they're going to make that check mark for you. And then that, that's how much faster your process is moving along. Yeah. So, so I mean, that's the, the being organized, I mean, helps the, the lending process out. I mean, you're, the way you say for contracts makes it a lot easier because you come to, if, if we, you come to us earlier on, then we can help. I mean, sometimes even help negotiate the, you know, with the, the price, but you can give you some ideas like, Hey, based on this information I already have, I can pretty much tell you, this is not going to go agency. You know, this may go, this is smaller than agency is going to be. The, the building setup or whatever is going to be, um, is not going to fit. So therefore, what you were looking for debt, for debt service is not going to matter because your interest rates, your cost of capital went up. Yeah. So your debt service went down. So now that that property is lost less value, you need to go back to your the seller and go explain that to them, and either get a better deal or walk away and go to, to a different uh, a different deal. So 
the faster we get information or the earlier, the better we can help you get help out the, uh, the investor. Um, flip that around, the slower we get it, I can't help you. I mean, all we're doing is chasing tail, send out emails, hey, just following up here. Hey, how is Strickland back? No one likes those things. No one, no one likes to send those emails out to, to investors going, yeah, hey, I'm looking for these docs to go finish this thing up where we at. Yeah, it, it's, you know. it's like, look, I, I, I just want to move on. You, you know, it's like we, we, we're all success driven and, yeah. and let, let, let me be successful is what I, I want to do. And the thing there is, I mean, we're all the same page. Like, you know, when you're successful, I'm successful. Yes. You know, so like I can go get you that deal at cash flow is the way it is and get you to get a syndication under your belt and, you know, get you to KP and all that. That's the fun stuff. Yeah. You know, we love doing that high five and everybody. If I have to like drag around and you get to the closing table that took, you know, two months longer and you were like, you're, you don't even want to go to the closing table because you're like, you don't want to see the guy because you've been bugging him to get you to <laughs> It's not a celebration, you know, and we want yeah. to celebrate. We, we love doing these things, especially in our little group here. Like, you know, we, we love creating those, you know, those abilities and those deals to go infinite ROI. We love yes. those things. We really get excited about that. Um, but we can't go do that if it's slow rolling. You know, like it's just drags on or whatever. So the organizational part of the front end, the earlier we get, the, the, the better. Um, and the last part, I, I tell, you, tell you what, is the team. I mean, organize your team on the front end. You know, set those expectations of, you know, if you're actually going to go do syndication on your GP side, you know, who's going to fill his roles as far as the, the personal guarantor, the key principles, the, you know, the entity, the, the attorneys and all that, the earlier we know that information, the better. Definitely. Definitely. All right, Billy. Well, I think we're going to start to wrap this up. I have yeah. my, my one question that I asked everybody is yeah. how do you like to give back to your community? You know, for me, it's the educational part. Um, I, I, you know, I have that weekly newsletter that I send out there is the, the mystery. And the reason I started doing it was the mystery behind lending. You know, I, when, before I was in mortgage lending and it was, you know, that was kind of done for us, but it's still kind of mysterious in how it was done. And what I was trying to do is just peel back that layer of uh, the lending from that, the person that's not been in banking or um, syndicated. Like, it's really not that hard. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, here's the ways to go think about it. And that way you can go evaluate deals differently because you don't want to put something in a contract and go, well, I thought I could get lending on this thing. It's, but it's, it's, it's multifamily, but it's actually a mobile home park. You're like, yeah. well, it's totally different lending there. Um, or I've got, you know, 26 quadplexes that are all in the same, you know, same community. It's like, why can't that go, you know, go into a, an agency debt? Like, well, here's where you're, you thought rates are going to be down here. It's actually going to be up here because it's a wholly different, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. So I love the education part there. So awesome, awesome. Yeah. Now, how how can my listeners get a hold of you, Billy? Uh, real simple. I uh, get the website billybrown.me. Me. Okay. Um, easy way to do it. Um, your Facebook page is just uh, Billy Brown Lending, and then we're now um, you know you got the email this morning. We made the big announcement. We're now the uh, affiliate sponsor of the Real Estate Guys Radio. So we're on their resource page as well. So if any of your listeners are looking for more help on syndications, all that, I send all my people to them to get educated because that's where I was educated um, on, on how to do these things. Um, but that's a great, great resource as well. But, you know. Um, awesome. Awesome. Man. Place to do it. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. I hope my, uh, I hope the listeners reach out to you and, and they've, uh, I know this has been a, uh, very educational for me and I've enjoyed this interview very much. Um, 
and hopefully the listeners will reach out to you and they'll uh, start start get, getting uh, start partnering with you and get some deals moving forward. We'd love to do it. We really do get exciting. It's not a job for us. It really is a passion because we're, I mean, I'm an investor myself. So helping investors, you know, grow themselves, it really gets me excited. So, yeah. So I really appreciate the time. appreciate the questions. And, and I do hope it helped, helped you out as well as your listeners. All right. Thank you, Billy. All right. Thanks, Dave. Much appreciated.